Yeah, text here. How good's this Galaxy going to be uh, on March 18? The market for that race lost and running is the 4.50 favourite. Remark, who trialled yesterday, is $8. Shades of Rose looks to be flying. Um, I read that she's going to have a track gallop between races tomorrow at, uh, I think it's Warwick Farm from memory, so we'll see her again. Uncommon James, uh, the Group 1 winner from the weekend, he's an $8 chance. Buenos Noches at 11 other horses at an $11 price for that Galaxy. Cool and Gatta, Eduardo. You know, it's a decent race when Eduardo's $11. Giga Kick, Passive Aggressive, passive aggressive as Fora. It goes on. So that is a very, very exciting race coming up this carnival in Sydney. Paul Massara has been good enough to give us some time this morning. Morning, Paul. Good morning, Luke. How are you? I'm very well, mate. Uh, thanks for asking. Akasawa there at Tamworth on Sunday. He was good as well, wasn't he, winning that uh, qualifier? He's just a... A beauty, this horse. So genuine. Yeah, super genuine. Uh, gives 100%, which is always uh, a nice feeling when you go to the races as a trainer. So um, he never lets you down. Um, got a great record and, uh, you know, he put in again on, on on Sunday. It was just a matter of kind of having him right on the day. To The hardest part sometimes with this country championships is getting qualified. Mm. That's the, one of the big parts of the puzzle. So um, it's a big piece out of the way. He'd won five races already, so you went in fresh. Um, you, you just didn't want to risk running him and, and winning another race and being ineligible, no doubt. Yeah, we were probably unlucky in his last start not to win at Canterbury. Um, I thought we were a bit stiff, just didn't get out quite in time. And after that, I looked at it and thought, you know what, we can give this horse kind of a week or two off and then just give him a little freshen up uh, into this country championship. And uh, I thought he'd, you know, he'd, he'd, he'd be well-placed there and uh, turned out to be the right move. That track on Saturday just seemed to be better to be off the fence and coming with momentum. And Aaron spoke in an interview after the race that he wanted to be pretty close on him. Do you think that that is where the horse is best suited, just behind that speed in the second pair? Probably a touch further back. I think on the day, the way the track was racing, you kind of had to be thereabouts. Nothing was making up a huge amount of ground. Uh, we had the barrier to put ourselves in a position where we could... Uh, uh, take advantage of that and um, and he, he did so so although we were three wide in the early part of the race we had a bit of cover and then when he slotted in around the bend uh, he slotted into one off so and then they were all coming kind of down the middle of the track uh, I'm not sure why the track was off on the inside um, whether it was kind of an overreaction but there weren't many winners coming right up the inside but there were kind of a few off the rail so mm. you know sometimes those um, those biases can get exaggerated early on in the day when jockeys all start to move out wide and you have a couple of winners and then everyone just follows. So um, not sure how bad the track was on the inside, but nonetheless, you know, people were all coming down the middle. So it's the way it went. You produced a nice first starter by Real Impact, a horse called Rematch, uh, won an early race. I think he won the first from memory. He looks to, to have something. Yeah, he looks progressive. Um, he's always just taking a bit of time. Um, I love those Real Impacts. Obviously, Akasawa was one and... Um, He's just Dan Snowinger here at the moment. He's over in Japan, but um, geez, they're good horses and they're very genuine. So um, lucky to have a couple of them. And uh, I don't think I've ever had one that didn't have ability. But uh, he was good, and uh, he's going to have more in store when we get up over a mile, probably with him. I think you know the trip was just the minimum distance for him, and uh, he'll be better over a trip where he can get to relax and, and kind of hit the line. Got a, a team nominated for Friday at Dubbo. Uh, is there a winner there for our listeners? This battle space uh, stepping up to a mile at its second start should be in the oh, finish. Uh, so I don't know if you watched the first start, but it was painful to watch. He oh, wouldn't yes, come out from behind. <laughs> <laughs> so it, was, uh, it was a bit of a coach killer, that one. Um, I what think happened he's... there, in your opinion? 
Well, uh, to be honest, I, I did. He's one of those horses that I said to Aaron, I said, don't ride him for, don't ride him cute. Just sit him outside the leader and on the flank because he's liable to do something stupid. It's just the horse. He's, you know, that's just him. And uh, anyway, he rode him. He rode him too well, to be honest with you. And then he just, you know, wouldn't come out from behind the horse. Uh, I just had a gut feeling that uh, he's, he'd do something similar. He just doesn't want to be cluttered up around horses or... He's a bit of a free-rolling horse, and uh, he's going to be better up over the mile on Friday. I think he should be hard to beat. Um, he certainly hasn't gone backwards for that first up run, and I think the distance increase will help him. I've uh, got another horse there, Hungarian, on the day as well. The Hungarian, I think he'll be hard to beat in the Class 2 mile. Uh, ran very well in a um, in a tab highway recently, so um, I think he'll be very competitive. So those two probably look well-placed there. Terrific, Paul. Mate, uh, good to speak to you. Have a, a great week and good luck with those runners on Friday as well. Thanks very much.